ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Wrecking and Racing, your NASCAR podcast for all the NASCAR fans out there. I am your host, the Gas Man. With my superstar co-host, Lugs. What's up, man? Long time no see. It's been a while. It's been a long while. Our when, fans was, when was the last one? Did you? Do we know? Uh, May twenty seventh, I think it was. Okay. So almost so two months two ago. Months ago. Yeah, two yeah. months ago. So yeah. I am sure all of our subscribed listeners are right now touching themselves, excited with with pleasure that uh, that we're back on the air for an episode, right? If you say so. You, so. you so hate the way I handle things on this show. I can tell by that look on your face. You're like, oh, God, I didn't miss this shit. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, folks, if you are, great. If you're not, maybe you will by the end of the episode. I don't know. We'll see. Or we won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just feels good to be back in the studio with Lugs. I missed him. He's, uh, he's He looks like Joey Logano. So, so you, you're saying you miss Joey Logano? I do miss Joey Logano, yeah. I mean, how many times did he go two laps down this past weekend? Hey, still finished in the <laughs> like sixth. sixth place, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly, so exactly. Think if he didn't have that happen. Yeah, so anyway, let's not talk about that yet, that, that race yet. We got a lot of shit to talk about. We do. Mm-hmm. A lot of mm-hmm. stuff to talk about. So before we get into any of the NASCAR stuff, you know, how's life? Let's talk about life for a moment. We usually talk life stuff anyway. Why, why not get I'm it boring, out man. I don't have anything to talk about. Uh, just living my life, like working no my new job. dogs or anything. <laughs> new dogs? No. Girlfriends are about the same. No. Whoa, that's not very nice. <laughs> okay, why you look at me? I don't. You have, made the comment, not I me. Know. Yeah, it's not like nobody's gonna listen to the show anyway. <laughs> my ex. Well, you hope not. It. Yeah. Next uh, thing you know, your cancel culture you're getting. Oh yeah, I know. Right? Maybe we actually get some publicity then, right? <laughs> if people actually tune in. Well, I maybe. think you have to do it. Can, more consistently than oh, once then. every two months. So. Yeah. So, folks, you know, uh, thanks for listening to us. Sorry for the hiatus again. Uh, I just life is so busy right now. We just try to. I'm actually. I'm not gonna lie. I've actually enjoyed the break. Uh, I missed. I missed doing. Don't get me wrong. I really miss doing the show. But also, like, I just, my life is so hectic. I enjoy not have to have the like time to sit down, make notes, and you know, get interviews set. There's a lot of effort that goes into it. So it's been nice to have a little break for that. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. So nothing going on in your life? Nothing new? Just chaos at work, man. That's the story yeah. of my life. Yeah, same here. We actually uh, have to go back. In the, uh, starting September 1st, I have to go back in the office. How do you feel about that? It sucks. Cry me river. So right now, like, it's kind of like there's no set, no, no set standards. So right now, I usually do like three days at home, two days in the office. Mm-hmm. I just do whatever I want to do, right? Right now, so kind of sucks, kind of sucks. But I mean, I did have you know a year and a half at home, so I guess I can't. Just complain. more than some people. Yeah, I can't complain too much. Who have been going much. to work every day, <laughs> like yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> the thing is, my job I can handle ninety nine point nine percent of it. Not Which face-to-face. honestly, man, I don't care. Uh-huh. Like, I'll, actually, we've talked about this yeah. before. I, in my last job, I actually had a new, took a new job, new role, new company, everything in the middle of COVID, June last year. Uh, prior to that, my previous job, I was working from home from probably March to June. I didn't like it, honestly. I also hated my job, so that probably was part of it, too. Sure, yeah. Um, 
<coughs> so I, I was ready to get back in the office and yeah. stuff too. So I think that maybe yeah. it was some of the correlation there, but I don't mind going to work. I like it. I like getting, you know, kind of out of the house. I think I'm kind of introverted. I don't go out a lot, you know, anyway. So to spend like True. all my time at home, work from home and you know what I mean? So I like the, I like to go to the office and then yeah. come home. My home's my sanctuary and hang out. So like, I, so I took a new job in with a new company in May of last year. So right around the same time as you, we kind of both made changes. That's one reason why the podcast kind of got to the point where we weren't able to put in the effort it deserved because we had a lot of things going on, right? Uh, so I, I did work from home a lot, and I, I did get used to like sitting there watching TV as I was working. Like that, I am going to miss that. <laughs> So like I d- having it on in the background or... Yeah, yeah. Like okay. occasionally I'll look up and actually watch something. Okay, okay. Let me back up. Let me back up. That's that's how it's supposed to go. Like and occasionally that's how it was. But there are... I mean, I doubt anybody from my job's going to be listening. So there are times that I did literally just like... So <laughs> um, so I, I, we, we use, you know, a couple different programs like to talk to each other for work, like for questions and stuff like that. And one of the, one of the programs we have is Skype for Business. And we're able to IM like when we have a question, like all these different apartments, like everybody on site, right? Well, there's an indicator that's green if you're active, and if it goes yellow if you're not, or if you're red, like if you're in the meeting and it's mm-hmm. red or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, I I don't want my boss to look at that. And see, I'm not active, so I found out that if you play YouTube, <laughs> and it, your your thing will stay active automatically. So what I would occasionally do is, like, I tend to work early. So I'll get up at like five or something like that, and I'll start work six, six thirty, something like that. I'll, I'll I'll play it and I'll sleep on the couch for a couple hours, <laughs> <laughs> or I'll watch a movie. Or you just admitted or, to this on well, I did, but nobody's gonna listen. Or maybe like three movies, four movies in a day. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah, so I can't. I didn't do that all the time. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> sure, backpedal now. But I still get all my. All my stuff done within my deadlines, all that stuff. I'm still getting like high praise. You know, I don't know what the hell I'm. I'm still like, so I hired in like, like I kind of knew what my job was, but I really is a whole new niche for me that I've never touched before. So very similar road, just a whole different discipline, I guess you would call it. And I had no idea what the hell I'm doing. I'm a year and a half into it, or a little more than a year, I should say, into it. I still don't know what the hell I'm doing. But everybody talks about how great of a job I'm doing. So Fake just, it till you make it, man. So just think if you'd put all of your efforts into it. Yeah, right, no, that'd be nice, be. right? Like I showed, like yeah, I could be like maybe CEO by now, <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> or get that, uh, you know, raise or promotion you've been wanting. Did, did I tell you that uh, they put me in for promotion already? So we'll see what the hell that turns out. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll when see. they hear this podcast, so I, no, 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 I, no, they're not going to listen. When to I it. email it to whoever yeah. I can find on LinkedIn. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thanks, Jackass. <laughs> uh, so I, I occasionally did take advantage of that. And um, so, like, an, another thing that happened last year, I got divorced. I got, you know, re-engaged to someone. And that person was working second. Huh? This is number three or? Number three what? <laughs> this, okay. Okay. Why would we have to bring that up? Yes, this will be wife number I just, three. I lost track. This I needed will, to. You lost track. Okay. Yes, this will be wife number three. Yes. Anyway, anyway, like long story short, I mean, I'm not really. Where are we going? Where are you going? I'm not this? going into details other than like, I I wish she was wife number two. Like, 
me and her had relationships a long time ago. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So my my second marriage that I had should never happen, right? That's what I'm getting to. Anyway, anyway, like I still talk to my ex-wife, like where I guess you call us friends. I don't know. It's not like it was a bad marriage or anything. We just decided that we make better friends than partners. If that makes sense. Anyway, where was I going with all this? You got me know. so off track. Here. <laughs> I didn't do it. Oh yeah, so she's working second shift. So I would like, you know me. I don't hardly ever sleep anyway. But it was getting to the point where I was like sleeping three hours a night, maybe four hours a night. So that's like I took advantage of some of those times to catch up on a little bit of sleep if I could. My dude, my sleep life is effed. You've never really slept a lot. I, I haven't. I haven't. Like, no. I'm like answering emails at two o'clock in the morning, and then I'm online active at five in the morning or six in the morning. You know, and people like freak out about. It. I'm like, it's just who I am. I kind of wish I was that way, but I'm not. I literally like. I love my sleep. I I'll, I'll, like. I lay in bed. I'll fall asleep like real easy, but then I can't stay asleep. Mm-hmm. Give me an hour and I'm awake, mm-hmm. and I'll just lay there for. Sometimes I'm lay there for like two hours just thinking about everything I can think of. Mm. It's torture. Yeah, I, sometimes. The- I will say sometimes I'll I'll wake up in the middle of the night and just immediately start thinking about something work related. You know what I mean? Like yeah, why it pops it just, in my head. Yeah. But I can usually get I can usually get back to sleep pretty quick. So here here's something that's funny is that my fiance and your birthday are the exact same. Like you got the exact same day, right? Different mm-hmm. years, but mm-hmm. exact same day. So I'm not really into all that astrological sign stuff, but one of the things about the astrological sign that you are is sleeping. You guys match it to a T. Like you both could just sleep pretty much a whole day if you wanted to. Yeah. And I, I'm the exact opposite. I'm like, if I sleep for like five hours, I'm like pissed at myself. I'm like, I gotta get up and get stuff done. Like I'm up at like if I sleep until eight in the morning for any reason, I feel like I've ruined my day, and it freaks me out. It really does. So that's a little been a little bit of a battle, is that understanding each other's sleep schedule and like what's a good and not good, you know, everything like that. It's like me, it's like. 8 o'clock, I have to be doing something. Like, I should have already had stuff done by 8 o'clock in the morning. By 3 in the afternoon, my day's over with. It's time to wind down, start relaxing. <laughs> and, and unfortunately, some people like you, it's like 3 o'clock, your day's just starting to get going, right? Well, maybe on my on a day off, yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, thought like on a weekend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean I'm, a, I'm not going to lie. There's Saturdays and Sundays, yeah. I lounge around in the mornings for sure and take advantage of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just I've never been since a little kid. Like my dad, we would always go fishing in the morning. Like six o'clock, my dad, hey, come on, and get up, get dressed, go fishing or something like that, right? So just always been that early, right? So my daughter, I have a ten year old daughter. She's just like me. So at like five thirty in the morning, I hear her get up out of her bed, open her door, and go watch TV in the living room. Five thirty in the morning, and if she sleeps in at six thirty, sleeping in for her. Really. Yeah, How so late she, does she stay up? Uh, she usually goes to bed about between 9 and 10. So she's like very much like me. Very much like me. So, All right, man. Uh, let's, let's let's start talking about some some stuff. So uh, since the last time we, we had an episode, we've been to Charlotte, Sonoma, the All-Star Race, Nashville, Pocono, Road America, Atlanta, New Hampshire. We've had a lot of stuff that we can kind of – don't know if we're going to touch on everything – that's happened because there's been so much, but hey, let's hit some highlights. Let's talk about some NASCAR shit. Let's do it. Uh, should we just go down a list of like stuff, or is there anything in particular in your mind that sticks out that you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, I got some things news-wise that, that, that okay. jump out of me, but if you want to go through the the actual racing. I mean, the big thing that jumps out to me was the Pocono races. I actually enjoyed them. 
Let's talk about it. Would you, okay, Pocono Race. So I haven't had a chance to watch a lot of races. I've had an issue with my cable provider or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, trying to you, watch. You, yeah. If you pay for it, it helps. I, I know. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. I know. I know. So, I, yes, you're right. That's how you get access to yeah, it. That's the thing. I'm a cheap ass. I don't want to pay for anything. Uh, so. No, but the, I don't know. I enjoyed the Pocono races. I, I've never been highly critical. I know a lot of people are. They say there's too much strategy, fuel mileage. They don't like that aspect of it. I thought the races were really good this year. And, you know, Larson had his cut tire on the last corner of the how, last lap. So how many weight races in a row did he win at that point? That He was going for four in a row. Uh, don't forget the all-star race. It doesn't count. It do, I mean, it does. Not a points I mean, it race. It's not a points race. I didn't ask points races. It's just race in general. Well, most races are points races. So. Most are. But in the case of all-star, it wasn't. But it still counts as a win. <laughs> Well, not it's points, it's not whenever you rights. it's not when you get to the chase. So anyway, anyway, he won four in a row, four point no three points races and one all star race. Yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so what about it? Uh, it doesn't matter. You say what you're going to say now. Like I can't have an opinion. Where are you where are you going with the four? No, just that how dominant he was going into this and like how crazy it was. Last turn, last lap, bam. Cut the tire. And Bowman takes advantage again. Yeah, yeah Bowman, right place, right so time. three wins for Bowman now, which yep, good for him. Yep. Good for him. He got a contract extension um, with HMS. So, mm-hmm. And speaking of which, Hendrick Cars, I think I saw, signed on for a couple more years with Larson. Yeah, so like Larson got an extension. Yep, at HendrickCars.com. Yep, exactly. Which is crazy because you think he'd be pulling in big sponsors, right? I think people are still testing the waters you know what i mean but for them to sign him solves everything he's been doing it you're right though but for them to sign him that long i mean you're kind of keeping the door locked right to prevent any other potential sponsors that may come in and be interested next year right yes exactly so to me it's a little strange yeah unless it's like contingent upon other people coming in right maybe but the way they announced it it's like unless hendrick is just like i mean unless his his website's blowing blowing the doors down for like the the publicity that Larson's gotten. Maybe maybe it, it's a true business venture. It just seems like to me like it just seems crazy that you would use HendrickCars.com when I think you could be pulling in more like a Valvoline type sponsorships, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Winning solves everything. Talk about Valvoline. What about that red car he had? That was a sharp sharp car. Yeah, that was at what Nashville, I think. Yeah, yeah, that was a good looking scheme. Yep. What else, man? So, what 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 else? Uh, what throws jumps out? You know. Well, how about the other Pocono race? Kyle transmission issues, stretches <laughs> yeah. fuel mileage, and, wins it, and won it. That was that's his only win of the year. Pretty insane. Right? Uh, no, he's got two two wins. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's got two wins. Um, but but yeah, nonetheless, man, like, how crazy is that? That one extra lap that he was on pit road, trying to get the car figured out and serviced mm-hmm. and that's what he needed to be able to yeah. stretch it yeah i really didn't think he was going to be able to do it. i thought somebody else would stretch it but it didn't happen man it's crazy yeah like days of thunder kind of <laughs> right crap. well talk about days of thunder we'll get there in a little bit about hitting the damn pace car but <laughs> uh let's see what else man what about uh, nashville i mean so I didn't get a chance to go to it. I don't think you had a chance to go to it. Um, it was sold out by the time I like really looked, entertained the thought of yeah, it. Yeah, so. because that would have been the closest track to us. Yeah. Uh, but it, standing ovation, man. 
Like I listened to Dale Jr. download and they were talking about and Dale Jr. is kinda like, I didn't want to go back to that track. I want to go to the fairgrounds on that one. But he's like, Man, they they redid everything. New paint, new like they made it look like a brand new track. So th- great. Mm-hmm. That's great mm-hmm. to hear. Like I'm glad that they did that. And it's been nothing but positive reviews for it. Yeah. So Except for traffic. Well, talk, talking on that, I won't ju- deep dive into the SRX just yet, but SRX was at the fair, Nashville Fairgrounds right. this last weekend. Right. And that's really the first time I've seen an actual recent race there, the SRX. It seems, I don't know, I, I would be, f- there's, I'd be very surprised if the Cup Series in, did ultimately go there without a ton of renovation to that facility. And I think that's part of it is I think Marcus Smith is trying to get them to agree to go there, and he's going to pump a lot of money into they're, it. They're getting a lot of pushback from the local community. Locals and the yeah. complex and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, Actually, I heard a little bit more on that, is that Marcus Smith said, hey, right now anybody can come and rent a track whenever, and you can have cars running all the time. Mm-hmm. He's like, if you let me bring the, the NASCAR in here, Cup Series, whatever, he's like, it'll be a limited schedule. There's going to be There's going to be a lot of days of the year that no one can be there. So he's shutting it down to like try to appease everybody, right? He's also talking about installing sound barriers because one of their issues is the sound. So they're going to be running a lot less at that track than what they are now, and he's going to put sound barriers. Mm-hmm. So their biggest issue is about sound, but he's finding ways to cut down the sound. Gotcha. I think with how much money that would be pumped into that community, that I mean, you can deal with a couple days a year. Everything seemed pretty well received, but I was I did see a few of the like city council or town hall people that got up to the podium to like voice their displeasure and i'm just like shut up karen they're they're <laughs> ignorant just uneducated right yeah. like just do some research on it before you right. get up there i mean most of their most of their claims were baseless or it just showed how ignorant they are yeah like when people talk about their ar-14s <laughs> I, <laughs> so I would say, assume yeah so, very yeah, simply yes yeah. yes yeah so i don't know we'll see what happens with it but Cool if they do end up going there. I did like the track, and I thought the SRS SRX race was yeah. entertaining. Well, so, so yeah, SRX race. Chase Elliott was in it, right? So we were going to try to go down there for that, and it was sold out. Yeah. So we couldn't yeah. get in there for that. Would and then they announced that fucking Chase was going to be, and I'm like, are you serious? And then Jeremy Mayfield was there. He's like the biggest superstar ever, right? Sure. Okay, <laughs> but you know, Jeremy Mayfield was there too. So, uh, our buddy Blake got yeah. to hang out with him. So you, uh. You did go to an SRX, SRX race. I did. I did. I uh, Me and Lucas my girl Oil. went to Indy, uh, to O'Reilly. What'd you say? Lucas Oil. Lucas Oil, yeah. Uh, yeah, it used to be called O'Reilly. Yeah, Lucas Oil. I'm sorry. Um, it was it was okay. Um, I think it could have been better. I think it's partially the, the track itself. Um, there was a, It was kind of boring at first, and then there at the end of some action, whatever, it was okay. Uh, just It wasn't super exciting to me. Um it was neat to get to see. That was the one race out of all the series, all the SRX races that I did not see. And uh, I feel like out of all of them, that's probably the worst one of them. Probably because I wasn't watching it, but I mean, yeah, it could have been it. That's <laughs> probably, that probably was it. Yeah, yeah. But but no, I, I've been pleased with the series, and I think Ray has to be as well. Ray Evernham has to be happy with. Yeah, I think they had great results. What they what they produced yeah. and yeah. the outcome, and especially the last race. Yeah, for it's sure. And getting them pulling like Chase, that's huge, right? Chase against Bill, that's great. Chase, Bill, Tony was up there. Yeah. You know, Tony won the championship. Paul Tracy creating some drama every <laughs> race. I kind of feel like it had like a WWE feel to it. 
the way they were doing things and the whole Paul Tracy thing. Like, well, the flag, right? The flag initially, uh, they threw it, and Alan Bestwick called it a fun flag. And then I guess they got on to him, like, don't call it that. Because uh, the very next series race, he's like, I want to retract my statement. Or he's like, we gotta, we cha- we're changing the name. And then by the end of the series run, they were they, they had a green flag limit yeah. uh, number of laps. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah. with anything, there's going to be growing pains yep. and things you change sure. uh, based on. Sure. And, 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 and that league, being new as it is, small as it is, you can pretty much fucking do, do whatever do, you want. Do what they want, yeah. Yeah. So, like, the whole Paul Tracy thing, I think, got a little out of hand. Like, when I was at Lucas Oil, they had a cop car bring him in. It's that's just like, WWE. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, it's kind of like a WWE feel to it. But yeah. the cool thing is, is that they, a couple hours before the race, they had a meet and greet with all the drivers. It was a lot more fan interactive, like friendly, stuff like that. So I could just imagine next year being a lot better. Yeah. Right. Just I don't. I'm not big into the whole theatrics of like WWE feel. Um, I feel like it was that way a little bit. But I think I don't think they went overboard. I just think it was that way a little bit more than I liked. But. Yeah, I'm curious to see what the roster looks like, if it will be the same tracks next year, what the driver roster will look like, you know, see how they tweak it if they get interest from other drivers for more series or... Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they're going to. Uh, I was actually... A couple things. That series actually surprised me a little bit. One is Ernie Francis Jr. Did not know him, and that he really impressed me. I could almost try... Like, almost could see him get into a stock car now. Well, look at it kinda opened. Look at Marco, yes. Like, Marco's going to get some Xfinity right out of it. Like, there's there's stuff that surprised me. Like I said, Ernie Francis Jr. really surprised me on how well he did. Because mm-hmm. he was competing. For, he actually won the race I was at. He was competing. And, like, he was aggressive when mm-hmm. he needed to be. Mm-hmm. He did a very good job. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there's a couple of people that I don't think should be in there. <laughs> like, Willie. Unfortunately. That dude was a backrunner every track. Unfortunately, yeah. He was either backrunning or... Getting bounced around like a pinball spinning or yeah. what whatnot. Which now Haley Deegan brought some excitement to it. Of course, she spun Paul Tracy out, so that's always for a good time, right? Haley's known to spin people now at this point, so mm-hmm. which you've said many times on this show. <laughs> I also made the comment on her Instagram. This is way back when, and <laughs> people lit me up for that. I'm like, but is it the truth? I mean, it, it is. It hating is. on her. I don't. I don't dislike her, but. She spun her dad at like some fairgrounds yeah. like race, and I can't remember what happened. I don't remember what you just said, prior to that, but I was uh, like, "She was it?" Uh, but I Dan commented. Or I commented. Yeah, I commented. You're getting really good at that, or something. Yeah. You know, it was a pretty just honest, yeah. just kind of giving her ribbing, and I got ripped off. Yeah, because she just spun <laughs> her teammate at like one of the tracks right yeah. before that or something. Yeah. But uh, no hard feelings. But anyway, overall SRX, I liked it. I, I mean, it was it, it was a good series. It was fun. I, I think it'll be also interesting to see next year. Do they expand it? Do they make it longer, more than six races next year? I don't think if they do, I I don't see them making it more than maybe eight races. Because I think they like that short, limited, quick, bam here, wham bam, thank you, ma'am, done. Yes, but you got to think there's more tracks that want to get a piece of that pie, right? Sure, absolutely. Absolutely. More hometown tracks. Yeah, and I'm it's, I'm guessing they're probably going to bounce around different tracks every year too. Probably not going to be set. Do we're going to do these six, eight tracks? Or whatever, I mean, you would so. think. Yeah, I mean, you're hitting your grassroots and your your broadest fan base yeah. right now, right? right? But get some establishment and then. Yeah. So there's a huge call for North Wilkesboro coming back. Why not throw a race there? Right. I can see that happening. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And some of the NASCAR nostalgia, you know. So I definitely, yeah, I can see that. I, mean, I think North Wilkesboro needs a ton of, ton of upgrades to be able to, to do anything. If I understand correctly, like all they did I, was just go in and basically rip the weeds out. They, so they, they could, did. So it they does need it. some stuff, but it sounds like they're wanting to put the money in there. It sounds like. And I, I'm so, I my information is based off listening to a lot of the Dell Junior download here recently. Uh, it sounds like the state of uh, North Carolina like gave money to help re- renovate uh, North Wilkesboro to bring mm. it back. Mm. So because there's a discussion between them and Rockingham, and like people are like, no, I think North Wilkesboro's better market people than Rockingham is. So Rockingham, yeah, I think, may turn into like a music venue or something. Yeah, that's debatable. I guess. Yeah, I never got to. Truly, really experience North Wilkesboro, you know. But t- right when I was getting into it, that's when it was winding yeah. down, and then right. not too long ago after right. that, two thousand what two or two thousand three, then Rockingham ended. So yeah. Um. Okay. So good to talk about SRX. What else, yeah. man? So let's talk about Atlanta. Uh, and some nostalgia, right? Well, we're losing the Atlanta track. Well, we're not losing the track. We're losing the pavement. Yes. And they're revamping. Repay, so reconfiguring. What, what What's your thoughts on that, man? Like sh- shortening up the straightaways or the turn, the turns. Yeah. They're the, shortening the turns from 50 to The width, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like so, 40 feet. Um, I mean, I get it. The drivers love it. But at the same time, it's very porous, right? It's issues with drainage and rain. And it takes forever to dry it out if you have rain. And we are there twice a year now, right? Uh, and they are doing... Or aren't they supposed to be bringing in like a casino and all this yeah, huge yeah. development thing? Right. So I get it, right? It's part of that. But there was a lot of blowback that none of the drivers were consulted or right. taken upon for any feedback, which I, I, I side with the drivers on that to it, a degree. To an, to an degree. So like, I, mean, I guess they took, they took a public vote. Like, who, which drivers have been consulted? I guess Kurt Busch, after you won, said, I did. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't so know how true that is. The but. point, uh, my point being is, you know, and other people have said it, it's going to be basically like a little mini restrictor play, a little mini yeah. Daytona, essentially. It sounds like to me it's almost a mixture of like a Daytona almost mixed with a Darlington. They said they, that they think they're going to have to put, you know, a plate, you know, or whatever tapered spacer it is that they're using. Because they think, you know, it, it, it is going to be insane and it's going to be, it's going to be draft, yeah. draft-esque, you know, yeah. as far as being able to pass people and it's not going to be very wide. So I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. So we'll see what happens with it. So a question for you. So you say you kind of side with the drivers on it. And I kind of do as well, but if we listen to exactly what the drivers wanted, would that be an entertaining track for the fans? I say a lot of times the view of what the driver wants versus what the fan wants differs quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, and you're in the show for fa- fan attendance mm-hmm. and watching, right? Yeah. So I that's that's where I see like okay, you understand you get want some feedback from the drivers, but at the end of the day, it's about what the fan wants, or you won't have anything to produce, right? True, true. And especially when you're competing against other tracks, we've seen Kentucky go away because it's boring as hell. So yeah, okay. yeah. So we don't want that to happen, right? Well, that and you know Nashville, those markets, right? Pretty close, somewhat close to each yeah. other, but. Yeah, so I mean, uh, yeah, I get it, right? Like the the driver's opinion is definitely not always right, you know. But and it's it's that balancing act. But you know, Atlanta hasn't been repaved in what they say like twenty one years yeah. or something like yeah, that. It's pretty so, shitty service. 
But at the same time, we've had some fantastic races. And the end of that race was fantastic. The battle between Kyle and, and Kurt, you know, yeah. trying to maneuver yeah. through the lap traffic. And, then and Kyle blaming somebody else like he always Chastain, does. Chastain, yeah. yeah. And, and Chastain, he didn't do anything it's wrong. just being a teammate, man. Yeah, it's not like he like went up and wrecked Kyle. He literally just ran his line. Took, yeah, took took ultimately, you know, Kyle's line, but he has the right to do that. Right? Yeah, and Kyle, I mean, if it's a big deal, change your fucking line and adapt. Which he, you know, he tried, but <laughs> stop bitching. It's Kyle. You know. Yeah, I know. So let's talk about Kyle bitching. Let's go on to New Hampshire, the most recent race. Like, I didn't get a chance to watch it. I just get like, as soon as the race started, I get a text from you going, "Wow, what the fuck?" or whatever it was. And I'm like, what? And then, then I started looking up like on my phone highlights and stuff. And going in turn one, like lap, lap six. six. Yep. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, first and second place, whoop, right up the track into the wall. Kyle's leading, finishes last. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that for fantasy points. He only got one point. I did not have him, so that's good. Did uh, Did anybody? Yeah, a lot of people had him, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, there's some, there some changes in the points. Goodness. Yeah. Not the people that matter, really, but. We will. <laughs> We'll talk about that uh, in a little bit. A yeah. little bit, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I get Kyle's frustration, right? And supposedly the the drivers were saying a lap or two before it's raining, and mm-hmm. some people said they shouldn't have gone green. So I get it. Sucks, right? Throwback to two thousand one all star race. All-star race. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and same thing with Texas, where you were at yeah. when, when Kevin Harvick, yeah, you know, kind of lost control and because I was messaging the wall you last like, dude, fall. we shouldn't be like driving or anything right now because it was just literally moisture just, everywhere just a, just a drizzle yeah. or whatever it was so <laughs> it sucks man but i mean uh, ultimately that's part of it man you're gonna have those situations where yeah you gamble and you lose yep i mean it's a damn if you do damn if you don't situation we don't have lights at that track right so you're kind of back right. against for having a shitty ass start time your back's kind of against and the wall again yeah it boils all down to that right yeah we were starting at was it 2 30 in the afternoon yeah Go back to your 12 o'clock, you know, 1 o'clock start times. So what do you think about... At least you'll get some of it in. Yeah, exactly. And not have to, like, we didn't get the whole race in, right? Because we were backs against the wall. Yeah, so ultimately they called it eight laps short, I think it was. And it was with, like, 20-something to go. I guess it was 18 to go. So they said, this is it, 10 to go. And it wasn't as dark as what it was Martinsville in 2015, you know what I mean? That was a super dark race. Right, right. So I'm thinking that maybe they had flashbacks of that. So they're trying to err on the I side just, of caution, You I had guess? another literally two and a half minutes of racing. Right, exactly. You didn't have 80 laps. Yeah. You had eight. I agree, I agree. What was the point of that? Did give, they, the, give the 10 a win. Give the 10 a win. To, to, I mean, I'm not saying they gave him the win because he earned it. Let's face it, he earned they it. Wanted but, him, but did they want him to make the jump <laughs> yeah, into the playoffs? Yeah. Bell great already drama. has a win, right? Great drama. So if he had passed the 10... Wouldn't have changed anything if he right. got the win. Right. So now let's talk about that. The ten, the ten's in. He won surprisingly. You know, he'd been averaging mid twenty finishes all season. He's had a lot of DNFs, and all of a sudden he wins. he'll be out the first round. He will be. He will be. But the interesting part is now we have three open slots. How many races we got left for the chase? Five. Four, I think. Four. Three open slots. Harvick has one. Two road courses: Michigan and Daytona. Right. Yeah. Right. So Harvick has a one, Hamlin has a one, and what's the next one? Right, Reddick I think is in. <clears throat> uh, Reddick, I'm pretty sure yeah. it's Reddick. Yeah, Reddick sure and Reddick. maybe Dylan. So well, let's say that we have a road course. One of the road courses is like like a someone that we weren't expecting wins the damn road course. 
Yeah. That pits Harvick and Hamlin up against the wall. And now Hamlin's got a huge lead because he's already competing for the you know regular season championship without a win. Uh, but what what if Harvick doesn't make it? I think he will. I think he will too. But I mean, I'm just saying, what if? Like, there is a little bit of drama there in those last three spots. I think Austin Dillon's right outside. But let's say a like a like a Chris Busher to come in and win a win a road course. So Reddick is plus five over his teammate Dillon. That's very very He's small close. window. Yeah. Then you got to go all the way back 121 points to Chris Busher. 143 back to Matt DiBenedetto and 144 to Ross Chastain. So Hamlin's got a 283-point cushion. Harvick's got an 82. So I get your point. Okay, if if we have some surprise winners. Daytona, Ross Chastain. You, you got to you gotta think Daytona's going to go to somebody new. Yeah. Right? Maybe they're not going to be in top 30 in points, but more than likely you'd think that it would. So yeah. I, I just uh, – yeah, I just don't see a front-runner – Stepping out at Michigan, I think it's going to be hard to beat Larson or right. Chase or Truex right. at the at the road courses unless just something zany happens. Yeah, which we've seen him before. Uh, but so Daytona is definitely a wild card. Absolutely, absolutely. I could definitely see someone like a Chastain being aggressive and winning it. So, little re- just a rundown real quick here. So we got Larson in in number one seed spot with four wins, thirty two playoff points. Truex. In uh, second, three wins, 19 playoff points. Bowman in third with three wins, 15 playoff points. Kyle Busch in fourth with two wins, 14 playoff points. And Chase is in fifth place, two wins, 11 playoff points. Uh, and then the next uh, group of guys, Blaney, Byron, Logano, K- uh, Kurt Busch, Keselowski, Christopher Bell, Michael McDowell, Eric Elmerl, all have one points and have roughly anywhere from five to nine playoff points. So, What's it? Uh, who, who who's your who's your preliminary final four here? Shoot, shoot uh, a question. Larson at Hamlin. Do you think Hamlin's gonna go to the final four with? Uh, he's he's just been consistent. He's not one, but he's been consistent. So he has been consistent. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. So I'm thinking Larson Hamlin. But you know, wins is really what's it's gonna true. That's advance true. you. Uh, Larson Hamlin. I'm gonna go with another Hendrick driver. Probably either. I think we'll say Byron over Bowman. Byron's been a little quiet here he, lately. He did have that nice stretch, though. So maybe it's just a couple off weeks. Um, so I'm going to go Byron over Bowman. And then we'll throw in... Man, I, I, it's hard to say no to Kyle, but... So no Chase, huh? So Chase hasn't wowed me this year. It's statistically, he's performing better than last year. In all areas except laps led. But okay. top tens, top fives, stage really? points, he just, just been so much quieter. It's like to me, he's been so yep. much quieter. Statistically, he's better outside of laps led. Okay, well maybe I'm wrong then. Like maybe it'll be 300 cars in Hamlin. Like Chase, yeah, it just I mean I just don't think he. I just I don't feel like he's wowed me this year. He's got a couple of wins, and some of them felt like it almost a surprise win. I, I don't know. What about you? Hmm. I. I think you I think you can't discount Kyle. Kyle's been pretty consistent, right? So I think Kyle You mean Larson, right? Or you Sorry, mean I was referring to Kyle Bush. Larson's oh, okay. a lock okay. in my mind. Right, right. So you got okay. the two Kyles, I think. Right. Okay. Um I think that the last ten chase ten, last ten chase races will be a 
asset to Chase Elliott. Chase, sure. And I think I think he will advance. And then I think the last one's going to be not Kozlowski because he's moving on now. So I, I don't think that – I think it'll be maybe Logano. Okay. Your twin. Your doppelganger. Okay. Mm. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, it's, it, it's hard to pick, that. but it's very – I'll probably sure. change that in six weeks whenever we get to the playoffs and we make our bracket. Okay. So don't hold me to it. But as okay. of now, that's – that's what so I'm going to say. You've already brought up some news, so let's start working our way into the news here. So the big news that you just kind of mentioned. By the way, uh, Keselowski at New Hampshire, that car was sharp. Yeah. I really like that the car. Blue Tron looking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I really thought that looked good. Uh, so the big news is that, which we is a not a hidden secret, is that Keselowski's leaving Penske and going to be taking an over ownership stake and drive the number six at Roush. Yes. So the bigger question to me is not that. It's where's Newman going? I saw something today. He's open, or, or they are exploring potential in being in a part-time ride. So I read that Roush has brought that up. That doesn't mean that Newman is looking into that. That's sure. what Roush was like. Hey, we're going to offer this because they thought about maybe a third full-time team. And they're like, Nah, we can't financially do that because of charter system. Let's just face it, charter systems fucked everything. We'll get, talk about that here in a second as well, but. So now they can't afford a third car, a third team because they can't get a charter without paying, without paying a shit ton, shit ton of, of money, right? Mm-hmm. So it kind of screws over, like so. I'll bet you about the charters in a second, but uh, so anyway, they're like, okay, so now we're opening a, a part time ride possibly, and so I think that's Roush's way to save face with the situation. Busher signed, is Busher signed through past this year? Um, I don't think so. I think Newman and Busher both were done after this year. But it sounds like to me that there would keep Busher over Newman, it sounds like. Okay. So, and I, I don't know 100% sure on that, uh, but that's the way it looks. So, what I was going to go to about the charter systems real quick is that we have a lot of interest in this new car from different people trying to create this, like, competition right mm-hmm. the problem is the charter system's keeping these teams from trying to be competitive and what I mean by that GR Motorsports wants to step up but they can't because the charter system yeah track house which we can talk about that if you want track house was trying to find a way in bought Ganassi they bought Ganassi which was a surprise which but, hap- that's another but thing what that's if Ganassi happened. wanted to stay in it and track house wanted to come in it it's like they would be like they can't because of the charter system the charter system just to me like I think without the charter system we would be having 43 cars on the track and people get knocked out, out so yes and no I mean there's positives and negatives to it right the, the positive to it is that it retains that value right and that's what the owners want to to retain that value of the charter right being able to not lose their asses when they do have to close up shop or they decide to sell, right? So I get both sides of it. I do. It's an unfortunate for one side versus the versus the other, right? I, I But I see both sides, right? There's positives and, and negatives. But to your point, yeah, it does hurt the car field. And we could be – it could be more cars and back to the 43-car spot. But I understand back to being also – competitive. But I also understand on the owner's side as well, you know, they're they're going to – be less likely to take a loss like like Walter Bracing and countless Obeka or whatever the hell happened to Obeka, them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, that, that just fold up, right? And then sell multi-million dollar cars and equipment for a third or eighth Pennies of the on price. The dollar, exactly. Right. 
Right. Uh, and they and have no, nothing to show so for it. So from the business perspective, it kind of makes sense, but that is the old business model. When NASCAR was on its decline, I get that. But right now, it looks like NASCAR's on an incline. You have all this interest. Like, you have college coming in, track house coming in. You had Junior Motorsports that's openly talked about wanting to come in. It's like, okay, at what point do you not shoot yourself in the foot? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's kind of what's going on. They're shooting themselves in the foot. Uh, anyway, back to the Kislowski thing, going to Roush. Who's taking over the two car? Austin Sendry. Mm-hmm. Which we knew going into the season that he was going to take over the 21 car. But now he's taking over the two car. Yeah. And that leaves who going to the 21? Harrison Burton. Which, which is interesting. Toyota loses yet another development driver. Yeah, but... Not not that initially a huge loss for JGR because who can step into that car? Ty Gibbs. True. So that's, that's, who, I, that's who I think is going to happen. They've already got the 54 because... Kyle is not running. Right. Oh, I mean, they've rotated drivers. So that yeah, that's just a just rotation ride, car, right? But yeah. But yeah. Which I can still see that still happening for next year. But that 20 car, give it to Ty Gibbs or move. Who's in the, eight, who's in the 18 in the... Brandon, no, that's 19. Brandon Jones Brandon 19. Jones is the 19. I don't think there is an 18. Is there? Okay. If there is an 18, who's in... I don't know. I can't... I don't know. My mind is going blank right now, so... Uh, but anyway, I say move tight, get into an 18, or get rid of the 20, or whatever it is. Um, it's, oh, it's Hemrick. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 right, Hemrick. Um, but, so, y- I, I guess it's kind of hard to say, like, what would Burton do? Like, I wonder why the Woods brother chose him. I mean, money probably had to be involved with it, but I, I'm assuming that's what it is. Is that he's bringing sponsorship with him, Dex Imaging or something, maybe? Yeah, and I, I, I know I feel bad for Matty D, but he's not lit the world on fire this year. Like I think he did better last year than he did this year. Um, so where does he go? What happens to him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. So. I don't know. I don't know. Matty D will land somewhere. The question is where? Trackhouse. Uh, but but Willie though, man, like how much competition do we do we have for rights? Well, I mean, I mean, unless he goes into like a Rick Ware car. Potentially, well, I don't see that happening. I mean, we potentially we maybe have Ryan Priest's ride. Could be. I mean, you got J- Priest doesn't got, have a contract. You got. You got JTG Daughtry. We've got um, um, what's Almendinger's? Colleague. Colleague Racing. But Colleague's already moving Haley. They've already mentioned that they're gonna have two cars and they're gonna bump up Haley. Right, but the Almendinger's only doing part time. Yeah. So would Matty D want to do part time? I don't know. Or do you mix it with Jeb? I don't think Does Matty Jeb D step is, down, take I, I, Haley's spot in I think, Xfinity? I think Jeb needs more time in Xfinity. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different pieces that got to fall in place. So here's the interesting thing. Noah Gragson still doesn't have a ride for next year. So he's not signed to He's not junior. signed, yep. 
He definitely, I don't think, is ready for and cup yet. Yeah, I don't think so either. He's actually regressed this year. I, I agree. I feel like he has too. Maybe maybe that's equipment on juniors. Because I don't feel like juniors really at the performance level they were last year. I, I don't disagree with that. Here's the thing. How many times we've seen these cup teams take a chance on a young driver because they made a name for themselves for a short time? So what I'm wondering is someone going to throw a little money in front of Noah at first and Noah's prematurely going to step into like look what John Hunter Nemechek thankfully he was smart enough to move back out and say hey no let's get get into a good ride you know like so what if uh Denny Hamlin's team came and offered for that second car well that's what they're saying right 23xi could be another Bush, opportunity yeah yeah so I mean there's so many options it's gonna be interesting because then we have you know the track house cars. We know that that uh, um, Suarez is staying. But who's got that second ride? Is it Ross or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, supposedly there's been discussions on both he and Kurt. So who knows? I don't know. Yeah. We're getting down to the crunch time, though. I mean, you've yeah. got basically. Well, we said that before. Then we see deals happening like December. Yeah, true. You know, yeah, which in the past, but I, I don't think it'll be that. I think you'll still get the bulk of your announcements in the last, you know, 10 weeks. Sure. Sure. You know, with 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 the new package and the new cars, I think everybody will want to know where they're going a lot sooner or as soon as possible. You know. Right. So let's go back to Keselowski taking over the 6 and being a part yeah. ownership of Rush. Good move or um not so good. So uh, where he's at in his career, I think it is. Because I, th- I think it had been harder to get that ownership stake in Penske. I think it's the right move. I think Brad's got the right mindset. Like, I think he's proven himself to be entrepreneurial, like, to want to give back, to make things right. So I think he really is going to go in there. I think he's going to make changes. I think he's going to potentially put Roush, if it keeps that name later on, I don't know, well, he's in walking the forefront. In, he's walking into a level playing field, right, with the new cars. Yeah, he, he is. He is. I think, I think he's got the business mindset to get it back on track. I, I really do. So I'm not a Roush fan, but it's kind of sucked seeing them struggle because we were so used to seeing the dominant when we were younger, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't want to lose that. I don't want to lose the competition. That made things fun, jab at each other. Like, you can't jab at, at Ricky Stenhouse or excuse me, Chris Busher fan anymore, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, there's there's like back in the day, it was like, oh, Jeff, Jeff Burton sucks or Chad Little's a piece of shit or whatever, <laughs> Martin Martin, you know, whatever, right? There's there's none of that anymore. Like, there's no jab <laughs> for Roush anymore. It just it's, it just sucks. I I want to see them perform better, and I think Brad, if anybody's going to do it, I can I can see Brad being one of the best people to do it. Now, is he going to come out there in the first year? What's expectation? Expectations, for me, if he gets a win next year, I think that'd be solid. Uh, and as he said he expects to win next year. He said that in the announcement Yeah. Tuesday. I, I mean, I hope he does. And I'm hoping in the year after that he gets three or four It'll wins. It'll be very interesting to see what, how the landscape, the playing field looks with this new car, I'm pretty excited to see. Yeah, I do. I'm telling you, me too. So Keselowski breathing fresh air in the Roush, Trackhouse coming in, Denny Hamlin's team, um, colleague, and then you have the you know obviously Hendrick, Penske, Stuart Haas. I mean, you have like that's why I'm like this charter system is kind of pissing me off a little bit because I feel like we could have even a little bit more than that. 
Potentially, yeah. yeah. Again, but it, you know, at the same time, it's creating that value for those that retain the charter. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Um, let's see here. Kyle Busch could be done in Xfinity. Man hit 102 wins. Yeah. He said if he hit when he hits 100, he's done. Swept all five starts for this year. He's done, supposedly. Uh, he said he did say never say never, but as of now, no plans. Yeah. So, what's your thoughts on that? Think he'll come back eventually, or do a few one-offs? Yeah, I think he'll do a few one-offs. I think he likes racing too much. I will say I'll be happy that he's not coming back for as many races as he is because those races that he's, I mean, he swept all five of his starts. Last year was a little bit more exciting. You had him and Briscoe battling it out, stuff like that. This year, it wasn't like that. It's, yeah. I, I think the competition level in the Xfinity this year has dropped a little bit. I do agree. I do agree. Yeah, it's, it's Caesar. It's been, you know, Cindric or, you know, Kyle. Last week Maybe Algeyer. Like, he won two races. Was, yeah, but. last week it was Christopher Bell. But, you know, Algeyer's really the flagship, right? Yeah. And yeah. Then, Annette so, hasn't done anything. He's actually out for an injury right now. Well, you have – who took over Briscoe's car? Herbst? <laughs> What's he done? <laughs> he may not even make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't and and, and with what should be one of the most dominant cars in the field. I'm curious if uh, – and this just came to me. I can't remember if I saw or read somewhere that – yeah, it, it was it was, it was was uh, Cindric's car. They didn't know if they if they will field – Pinsky will field a car next year. With Cindric moving on. Yeah, okay. Uh, so it'll be interesting what they do there. And, and, and to your point, does, does Stuart Haas field a car next year? Do they re-sign Riley? I mean, if they don't resign Riley, who could you see going in the '98? Oh man, um, Austin Hill maybe. Gregson maybe. Ford, would maybe. Ford steal him? I possibly. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if that happened. They stole Herbs. Um, if Penske does have a ride, do they pull in someone like a Matty D? You know, that was asked as well. Does Matt have any interest of stepping down at Xfinity? And he kind of dodged that question. Obviously, it's not. Something I think he would. You know who he reminds me of? Do, kind of. Kind of reminds me of Elliot Sadler. That personality and stuff. Yeah. Excelled in Xfinity. Made a whole new life of himself True. going back to Xfinity. True. Yeah. And maybe that's maybe that maybe you do maybe you do the uh, John Hunter and take a step down. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, but get uh, in good equipment. Prove yourself. You put me in good equipment. Look what I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait. Wait for that premier seat to open. Yeah. Right. That next. Yeah. Opening. Whether that's uh. You know, Gibbs seat when Hamlin retires or whatever. Right. You know, whatever that may be. So, yep. But I just, yeah, I just don't feel like Xfinity is anywhere near what it was. Like the, last year, the competition between Briscoe and Allgaier and Cindric, it was Gregson. I mean, there was excitement. This year, it's just, it's just been Cindric. Yeah, and you know he's moving on, so it's couple, not like, but yeah. Colleagues, colleagues done, you know. They, they, they've done fair. They've done great. And I, I'm, I'm excited about what Colleague has done in the short time that they've been in the in the sport. And then them go, jumping a cup, I, I, I like what they're doing. Yeah. What else, man? What else you got? Uh, So, expectations for Harrison Burton. Mm, struggle. Struggle bus. Okay. I think, you, I mean, you got to look, obviously Matt hasn't, set the world on fire in the 21 car when he's been in, but he's had some solid runs. We were at Bristol, right? Came really close to winning. 
Bristol Night Race the year we were down there. I mean, he's had some good yeah runs. I don't s- really see that from Harrison. Harrison. Yeah, not immediately. I no, mean, I don't think so either. I think it's going to be a rough rookie year for him. Yeah. Okay. So he's coming in for rookie year. We got Cindric for rookie. Because again, like, like I said, I think he's regressed a little bit in the Xfinity series this year. Kind of like Gregson, Gregson to a degree. Yeah. yeah. Like. You know, no, I, I, don't I know. agree. Gregson's probably a little bit of a wild, too much of a wild boy for Woods Brothers' ride, in my opinion. Right, the image, uh, sure. So I could see why they go went with Harris, especially if he's bringing the dollars, the the sponsorship stuff like that. But I don't think it's gonna. I, I think it'll be. I think it'll be a difficult first year. Okay. And that's no trashing Harrison. I just, I just think that it's gonna be a rough learning curve. So new Her- car, new team. The new cards are going to be interesting because it's going to be so different. Cup Series. I mean, we they've said it. I mean, Cup Series is – and Cindric – or not Cindric. Uh, Briscoe actually said this. Like, the Cup Series is three times harder, minimum. Yeah, yeah at least. Yeah, I think it's, it's, did I see that article? Struggled. Did you read that? There was a great article. I think article it was that you that, sent it to me. I've seen something about it. Basically, it broke down all the analytics uh, – Compared his last year in Xfinity to to this year, Stuart Haas equipment, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic article. Article. Uh, I'll see if I can dig dig that up. But basically, you know, he came out and said like, it's just so much freaking harder in the Cup Series. Yeah, and he's and he's which we know it is, right? Yeah, but, yeah, it but should be. It should it's be. It's easy to say that and see it, but you know, to actually be the driver experiencing it, right? And and you're just fighting for a top 25. Yeah, so like, let's talk about that real quick. So, yeah, Briscoe went from being dominant racer, right? So you're living on top of the world. Nine wins. Now you go into the Cup Series, and you can't even get a top 10. Like, what does that do to your morale right. and it's your mindset? It's got to be tough, man. And they, yeah. let's just face it, it is a mind game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're down on yourself, you're going to struggle. You got to find a way to stay positive and stay like you know comfortable with yourself. We've seen it happen too many times. Yeah. Lose that, lose that confidence, and it fucks you for for a long time. So I don't have any other. What other kind of news you got? I don't have any other news. That's pretty much it, man. Other than uh, you know, we got Olympics two weeks off. Go Who watch. Cares? You gotta watch the Olympics. I think I, I doesn't know. I mean, I, I kind of. I'm not gonna go out my way. Well, I you, used to be really, NASCAR, I used to be really so. into it, so I want to. <laughs> well, these this will be on NBC, so you'll be able to. Actually, I don't. Is it on NBC? Yeah, it's, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. So the only thing I was going left to talk about is fantasy. Yeah, fantasy. Go for it. All right. So, uh, well, I guess we'll just run down. I mean, uh, so just let's put it out there. Gas man fucking blows us here. So why is that? I don't root know. cause analysis here. What's, I, what's I don't, the issue, buddy? I don't know. Root cause analysis. I'm not doing a fucking five whys and a, <laughs> and a, a fishbone chart and anything like that. Right? Analyze my fucking picks. <laughs> well, maybe you should. Ain't maybe you should. That's yeah. a problem here, bud. <laughs> uh, so um, right now, leading the points uh, at 1702 is Bobby Peters. Uh, second place is Joseph Adams at 1648. Third place, who was fifth the week prior, is Jeff Stainhook at 1620. Two points behind him, and fourth, who was third last week, is Lugs at 1618. Tied with fifth place, Gordon Carr. 
Yeah, I saw that. So I the three of you are pretty he, damn he close. Came, actually, the, he's, he's mounted a rally, I think. He has. He has. So actually, like, no, two, three, four, five are pretty close. Pretty close. Uh, somebody's got to get in there and catch that Bobby Peters, dude. Beat the Peters. Uh, sixth place is Donna with 15.58. What she's mounted a little bit of a comeback, too. She went from eight to six. Part of that is that her and Gordon, they're a couple, and they've been submitting the same picks for several weeks in a row. So they both have benefited from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, seventh place, uh, who dropped from six, is Jessica Mueller at 15.49. Just 10 points behind her is her, is her fiance, Tyler. Uh, and then at 15.28, so 11 points behind him, is the gas man. Jeez, man, you're way down there. Ninth, I'm ninth, yeah. But I am in front of Dan Cameron, who was one of the Kyle Bush people last week. He's got 15.07 at 10th now, place. Now, Dan was leading probably six yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, he's taking a massive bath. So um, maybe we'll just blame it on him being in Russia for so much because he's been doing a lot of traveling for work and stuff. So we'll just blame it on that. It's probably some bad vodka or I something. I saw on Facebook he's like, did he quarantine? Yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, he was uh, he was in like a the confines of like a teeny tiny little room. It looked yeah. like yeah. for like fourteen days, and he said all he had access to was like Motor Trend, yeah, TV, that, yeah. and like Golf Channel yeah. <laughs> or something. Oh man, I think I'd go insane if that's all I had access to for fourteen <laughs> days. But then uh, again, I'd probably just sleep the whole time. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, so EG3 Eddie is 11th with 14.59. Mike Stewart's 12th with 14.04. John Elliott, 13th, 13.84. Joe Schlasky, 14th, 13.15. And Beth, who came in the season late. Thanks, Joe, doing 15th, 8.72. He missed like two races. He ended up having some kind of medical issue and was offline for a while. Mm. So that put him behind a little bit. And you know, the crazy thing is, is uh, I mean, I, I'll joke around about Bobby, but he's got a pretty significant lead. And early in the season, I didn't give him points for one of his picks because he chose Denny Hamlin two weeks in a row. So I didn't give him any points the second week he chose him. So he, uh, he and just to, in my defense, he threatened to quit too because <laughs> of that. So I should take like fifty points off his lead just for the threatening of quitting. Yeah, yeah now, now. Yeah, I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, we'll see. We got uh, we got four more races to catch him before we recede the points. Please, somebody. You can do it. No. Okay. Yeah, I can do it. <laughs> How many it. points back are you? Um, a hundred and eighty, basically. Okay, maybe not you. <laughs> yeah, and not me, not me. I mean, dude, like sixth place, Donna's fifteen fifty eight. He's at seventeen oh two. That's that's one hundred fifty points right there between sixth and first and sixth. Yeah, like I might be able to jump in the top five, maybe, and that'd be a stretch if I can. I mean, awesome if I can. That'd be a stretch. I made some good points here recently, so I've kind of like, I went from tenth to ninth, but I'm well, within, the thing I'm is, within it's distance. Like, do of, you do you strategize it or I try, go against the grain? Because so, you know people are gonna go with the set. That's the thing is, I here recently started choosing against the grain a little bit because I don't, I, I can't do anything risk, by doing right? what everybody else does, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you know everybody's gonna go with Elliot for these. Well, you can't. It, that's, that's the thing. The we got thing. two yep. back-to-back road yep. courses, so. Who do you, you know? You get some chance here. You get, you you get some opportunity. You know, so yeah, if you so I didn't Chase, choose. I didn't choose Elliot this week. Mm-hmm. I cho- I did choose Truex, but I'm going to use Truex for the week. I don't have Elliot for the road course, right? I'm going to do Elliot for road course one week, Truex for another. Talk on my strategy a little bit. Yeah. Well, and you know, Indy road course, right? That we don't know statistically. 
I mean, you can yeah. say it's going to be the same road course front runners, but we've never been there before. So yep. who knows what will happen there? Yep. So we'll see. And, you know, Daytona is going to be wild. So hey, chance, very to, much. chance to make up some points or lose a crap ton of points there. I, I'm i hoping I'm on the gaining points end. <laughs> I'm going to choose, like, Austin Dillon and Bubba. And we'll, see how that, we'll see what happens. All right. I'll lock you in on those. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> do not do that. That's do the not. thing, though. I mean, it's the, the they could very well be the front runners, you know what I mean? So. You never know, never know. Cool. So what? What else do you want to add to? So we never did. We ever talk about what we're going to give out as for prizes this year for our fantasy? I don't think we have. I think so, so I do want to thank our patron supporters, John Elliott, Joseph Adams. Oh, we got two. We, of them we have now? two patron supporters now, so we'll, we'll use some of that support to help for our fantasy league. Right? Okay. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So appreciate uh, all of you guys. Like. If you want to become a patron supporter, just go to Patreon, look up Wrecking Racing, and do it that way. But we think ever I mean, literally, with this, I really, really, truthfully thank those two guys for us. Yeah. I mean, I know we're not putting out shows like we were, but we still want to put out product, and we still want to, like, the, like I said, the fantasy leagues like that. We want to be good. And uh, I hope John Elliott stays safe from the fires. He's constantly updating us on fires and around his house and stuff like that. So stay safe out in California. Your best bet, John, and just move out of that damn, that damn state. Damn country. I almost call it country. Yeah, <laughs> damn state. It's a state that's a little bit more. Um, it's kind of a country, America friendly. <laughs> but yeah, no, we we appreciate um, you know all you guys. You know, definitely the Patreon supporters, but all of them. You know, um, you guys are. We loyal still get emails cool constantly from people. Yeah, yeah, we have people saying they miss hearing from fun us. Fun to hear me. Fun to still interact with you guys on Twitter and Facebook for those of you that. Don't, we're friends with and stuff like that. So. Yeah, and we love to give out shit to people. And I don't mean give out shit, man, as in like talk shit with people, right? So get, you know, ju- like give us a ribbing, right? And we'll give it one back. It's just the way it is. We like to talk shit and possibly going to indie road course in person, right? You are, <laughs> you are. Yeah, I, I've got too much on my plate right now. Mm. Way too much. I'm mm. not gonna get all the details here, but I am getting married before too long. I'm going to Jamaica before too long. I'll probably be selling my house before too long. So there's a lot of shit in my life right now. A lot of shit. So there's just some priorities that have shifted right now. Constantly so. donating sperm and plasma and I that. gotta pay the bill somehow, right? Yeah, man. I guess so. <laughs> He's lying people, by the way. <laughs> am I though? <laughs> Doesn't sound too far fetched for you. Well, I mean, I do like money. You are selling everything. Yeah, that's true. I am. I am selling. So I've got a. I mean, if you might want to buy some stuff, I got some stuff for sale. I've got a, um, like a, a I got Jeep. A, maybe my Jeep. Yeah, maybe my Jeep. My Jeep's my little fun toy. I thought about maybe trading that for like truck? a commuter vehicle. No, I'm not getting rid of my truck. Um, let's see. Uh, at Sandblaster, I'm getting rid of that. I'm getting rid of some Jeep parts. Um, I mean, if you guys want something, like, send me a message. Like, I got a, a steering wheel, right? A uh, Thrustmaster T150, whatever you didn't post it is. That yet? I posted it on Facebook, nothing. and I've got nothing yet. So, if you really if you want to. What did you post it on? Like, Marketplace. For, well, right, but like, 100 bucks? I, w- I think 100 bucks, yeah. I'm surprised yeah. nobody would. Not, not yet. Maybe I need to refresh my listing, but I mean, if you're interested in that, hit me up. We'll figure it out. Anything, does it? No, it's, dude, it's like, I used it like <laughs> twice since I bought it. I had one, I sold it, I, I like regretted headset, it, bought right? another one, and then, well, okay. Okay, I'm not selling the headset because the headset's trash. It's a whole different whole different story. Uh, I may occasionally have anger issues. <laughs> On iRacing? Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah occasionally <laughs> well you don't play it anymore so. I, I don't like i'm too cheap to buy a subscription anymore stuff like that like, like i said my, my life i guess we're not doing our invitational again this year thanks uh, i mean you can do it you can just like again i don't i don't want to spend the money right now maybe I'll eventually just, just not you. right now i'm just messing with you yeah uh no i haven't been playing actually i need i want to get back into it but summer's just too much stuff with mowing lawns and Pending keeping up with up. crap and yeah just just other fun summer activities but i'll get back into it this fall okay we'll see i see bobby peters win a lot of races yeah congratulations bobby yeah. i do see that on, online Thanks bobby i want to know too. what's your i rating what are you what's your i rating Text text log is your eye rating yeah. and a picture of your butt. Need need to know no. <laughs> need to know uh what, what, what kind of division you're in here with these with these wins you're accumulating. Yeah. And are you doing like I talked to months long ago, Charlie Langenstein. Is he doing like sanctioned races or is he doing hosted league races? Yeah, I don't, I don't I know. I think he's doing I think he's doing hosted league races. Okay. So I don't know. I know with, Charlie Langenstein supposedly suppose yeah, with supposedly Starcom um stuff. setting up his car for him. So. Oh, so he's doing okay. Okay, yeah. so he's not doing fix. And so. Charlie used to be like Gordon, one of Gordon's car chiefs or something, right? That like something to do with Hendrick Motorsports. Yeah. So he's doing. He's doing. Uh, not doing fix setup. So okay, okay. That's all I do is the fix setup. So just curious, but cool. Yep. All right, folks. Uh, it was good talking to you. We really do truly miss you. Send us an email, wreckingracing at gmail.com. Talk to us, chat with us. We're really good about returning emails. Um, Twitter, if you do Twitter, more than likely you're going to get logs because I don't ever get notifications. So I may be like three months later before I find out someone had messaged us. Oh, really? I think you don't? You're, no, I think you're a little bit more active on Twitter than I am. Facebook, if you send us a message on Facebook, I'm usually the one who responds to that. Um, but yeah, you know, if you got anything for lugs, got anything for myself, make sure you send us an email asking us again, all of our listeners, we really appreciate you. Thanks to everybody who has stayed in touch and said the nice words about us. <clears throat> and again, thank you to our Patreon supporters. Yeah. Thank you guys. And we'll see you. Yeah. I really feel like this may be one of our best episodes of all time. Lugs. I really appreciate your efforts. <laughs> Love you, brother. See you. All man. right. See you guys. And the checkered flag waves on this episode. Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We'd like to hear from you, so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com. Thanks again and see you soon.